Welcome to Arisha Land. Hey, hey, welcome back this week. Thanks for joining us. We're so happy to have you. And you know the fun thing about changes from daylight savings time to standard time? What is that, Shaw? Daylight savings time. It's just like, oh, it gets me. And it always makes me reflect on things and on change. So what we did was take a look at ourselves. And we decided that we, too, wanted to make some changes so that we could get better. Because what's most important to us is to understand if we're educating people properly in the culture market. We definitely want to do things better, but we are now coming to it with a new approach. Yeah, we want to be the change. We want to be the change. We don't want to just talk about the change. We want to educate the masses. (laughs) And most importantly, we want to start with women. We want to start with women because women are the leaders of their family. Most of the times, they're the ones that are looking after the children. So we know from our strong backgrounds that having a strong woman in the household has led to many great changes within a family. Hey, behind every strong person is another strong woman. (laughs) Yeah, so we're just gonna be doing a little switch up and we invite you all to enjoy life with us because in our world the glass is always half full i love it so let's take this glass is definitely half full she's got her bong let's take a bong (laughs) and we'll get started okay welcome to arisha land a cannabis industry immersive experience i'm ari and i'm shah we're arisha Hi, Ari. Hi, Sha. <laughs> Life is all about culture. 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 <laughs> the millennials have won the publishing wars, so we thought it would be appropriate to rename our podcast Cannabis and Culture, an immersive experience. Welcome back, everyone. We're here to educate you. It's all about the education going down right here on Arisha Land. Cannabis and culture. This is what we're getting into this week and for the upcoming episodes. First, we have really come to understand that in the last few months, life has seriously changed. It feels like flipped upside down and backwards. And for three years, I mean, politics, And social injustice was in the news cycle all the time. And now it's COVID and health. And now people are tired about hearing about COVID. I mean, I think, you know, so people aren't really listening to COVID news so much anymore. So now all I'm seeing is metaverse, metaverse. Everyone knows about Facebook changing its name to meta. (laughs) So now every article that's coming out right now is all about the metaverse and DeFi and Bitcoin and DAOs and all of this cool stuff, NFTs. And these are things that we're involved in. So we wanna bring a little bit more of this side of culture into our show. And it's kind of a fun educational approach because we're still using our cannabis. I'm smoking right now as we talk about this fun and educational experiment. Hold on, let me puff puff for a moment. Mm. So yum. 
But seriously, when you're out in public, people aren't the same anymore. So everyone else is retreating to the metaverses. They want to be online. They want to benefit online. You're seeing metaverses all around finance, and it's all attached to art, music, and sports. Literally everything. You can I even mean, have pets. You can have your own pet farm. I mean, in we're in the middle of creating our own cannabis metaverse because we just love cannabis so much. And I mean, cannabis is a part of our everyday life and it's a part of what we do all the time. So it'll be a great way to teach you about our cannabis coins, which is crypto, while we talk about the cannabis industry and the cannabis field. Because really, education starts with you. It starts in your home, and you can educate the masses. We want to get into mushrooms, vaping, draconian government restrictions. They've even led to a huge rise in teens, to, like smoking tobacco. It feels like we're going in reverse all over again. I and mean, the pack that. I mean, we've seen it ourselves up close and personal. Just yeah, how you with, can't with ship products. You can't ship vapes anymore. We can't ship uh, cartridges. I mean, it's very hard. We know ourselves, even having personal experience with the pack deck, it's hard to ship vapes anymore. So kids are turning to anything these days. Synthetics, yeah. all sorts of crazy stuff. I mean, really, who knows? And social media streaming, social commerce, and censorship. There's so many limitations forced on us by Amazon, Google, Yahoo, and others. I mean, everywhere you turn, it's just like personal pronouns. Yes, we made our own hers day. But it's like, we're still people. You, you know, you can still call us by our name. We're not going to get crazy or anything. We just really want to educate people call people us be, arisha like people being canceled <laughs> yeah we're like just call don't us arisha let's say are you or sha just go call arisha. arisha okay you know like we're trying to be collective <laughs> and together because people are getting canceled left okay. and right so all the time <laughs> let's look at ourselves open our minds open our hearts and Smoke some cannabis. Yeah, <laughs> let's smoke some cannabis. Oh, she's passing. Ash Bash is passing the blunt. She's on sideline with us right here, hanging out with us. Yeah, I'm so excited to dive into these new topics about mushrooms, about social media, about streaming commerce. I'm so excited to talk about crypto because life is all about culture. And we thought because we're immersed in all of these culture experience, we thought it'd be appropriate to change our name of our podcast. Yeah, we read a lot, you know. Millennials have won the publishing wars. Our cannabis podcast will now be called Cannabis, cannabis and Culture, an Immersive Experience. experience. Woo! Yeah, Ooh, let's yes! do it. Ooh. Our baby is all over again it's like a new version feeling brand new <laughs> we're going to take a relevant cannabis and culture question over and over each week and really spin it around look at it from every single different angles and really have a true deeper understanding of the topic of our culture and who can do that better than arisha arisha, arisha land <laughs> the best there's always different ways to look at a single situation, and sometimes the Twitter mob can jump on things. 
what the heck is wrong with you people? But, you know, at the at a different angle, it's easy to not follow the mob and really empathize with another person. And I think that's the one thing that a lot of people are really missing in culture right now is like really true empathy. It's not always about what's on the surface. Like, like for example, famous mega superstar, supermodel, gorgeous Bella Hadid. She is getting dragged on Twitter right now. All because she was going through, and I watched this video too myself. Yeah, actually. so guys, you have to like, I didn't know <laughs> who she was, to be honest, to be H, before Ari, because this is like who you follow. So these are things we talk about, and that's why it's relevant for our podcast. Yeah, I love Bella Hadid. In fact, I actually met her at Barney's, and it was like the coolest experience of my life. But you anyways, were, you were I shopping. Was, okay, I was shopping. <laughs> I was maybe fangirling a little Woo. bit, <laughs> and she was just like right there. But I mean, let's talk about what's happening right now. This poor girl, she's in her twenties, and she's just getting dragged on Twitter because she was going with Vogue through her most recent lookbook and all of her favorite looks throughout, you know, quite a few years. And she started tearing up at a point when she said something along the lines of, I didn't have my first Louboutins. I couldn't get my first pair of Louboutins until after high school. Like, I wasn't allowed to have them. And everyone was, like, dragging her for it because they were like, oh, you know, you poor little girl, you didn't get a $600 pair of shoes like in high school, you had to wait until you graduated. And I think maybe we're looking at this through the wrong lens. People need to have more empathy because in her situation, she's growing up with a bunch of kids who all are wearing those shoes and her parents could afford those shoes a thousand times over they're basically saying you're not worth those shoes you can't have what everyone else has so what her parents were doing were just parenting they weren't taking money although they could afford it to go spend it on that item it was their parenting style yeah, it was their parenting style. Yeah, so it's just you another know. thing that, you know, there's no reason to be dragged in the mud for it. It's her parents' choice to yeah. parent that way. Yeah, and it's easy to empathize. I mean, I know for some people it seems kind of unrealistic because it's not their life, you know? They don't grow up with you know, Louboutin <coughs> being handed to them while they're in high school. But, you know, everyone can relate on a different kind of level. You know, like if you and all your friends were going out and you all wanted to like get an ice cream and your parents told you like, no, you can't have the ice cream, even though all your other friends are eating it. And we have the means to afford it. But yeah, that was just that's still it. another it's someone else's perspective and someone yeah. else's choice so it kind of it kind of isolates a i person, think we're just trying to know? tell the world like there's no need to pass judgment on someone else's situation when they're just telling a story yeah especially yeah and i mean i think a lot of people can look at that video and 
laugh about her shedding a tear and I think a lot of people have (coughs) but if you just have the empathy to realize this isn't about the Louboutin heels at all it's really about her feeling valued and she basically didn't in that moment so I think all of us could empathize with that so people like that really shouldn't be dragged. I mean, there's so much hate and bullying going on right now. People just need to stop and think for a second. That's not my life, you know? There's probably a whole nother angle to that. And as someone who doesn't even know her at all, but knows that she grew up in a wealthy family, her parents definitely could afford those deals for her, but she was yeah, kind they were of just singled teaching, out of the group. It just know? seems like they were just teaching her a different lesson, so... It's like, that's what we want to do. We don't want to be Captain Obvious and pile on as everyone loads up as an opinion. We just want to investigate the other side and see if maybe there isn't a sensible reason that why one event can just look so different. Yeah, and I think that was just a beautiful way how we explored like three different angles to this whole issue around Bella Hadid right now, but... I mean, at the end of the day, she's a very sweet girl, a very nice person, and she doesn't deserve all the hate. So just don't be a bully because you can always control your own actions. I'm just saying bullying, it has never, it never feels good online, especially social media. And it's like, that's why people are going to metaverses. And, you know, I'm no Bella Hadid, but when I would stream, I think I worked up to 4.3 million people. And someone told me one day, they're like, you're just saying that because you have money. And I was like, excuse me. I said, money doesn't wake me up. I wake me up. So podcast listeners, I'm showing them a t-shirt because I made it a slogan the next day and a shirt the next day. Because when things like that, when you're just talking, you're just sharing, opening your world up to share life with anyone, you're opening your culture up to share life. And we just want to teach people, just look at yourself. And wouldn't you want to be happy and have a culture of people? Wouldn't you want to be educated? This whole podcast is to educate, to surround ourselves with each other so we can be stronger together. Yeah, and build a stronger community because... That's evolving. If you start treating people That's nicely, evolving. other people, it just it was a ripple effect. It's a positive evolution, and this podcast is only going to get better and better. So that's why we have a new podcast today, Cannabis and Culture, an Immersive Experience, episode one. And guess one. what? <laughs> we hired one of our office managers Woo! to migrate her talents over as a part-time producer for us. So, welcome, Ashley Sigler, our new producer. You heard her last week, Ash Bash. Ash Bash, if you <laughs> She is listening in and giving us cues, helping us prepare for the podcast, and will be here every step of the way. I'm so excited, our new executive producer. <laughs> This is great. It's involving more people and growing our podcast. And I'm excited for our new format, too. Yeah. This is totally different. It's like we just take a question out there and we're going to focus deep on that question and really like look at it. We're going to examine it from every angle. And we're going to help people out there 
that want to learn about crypto, that want to learn about cannabis and culture and NFTs and all of these cool other things. We're going to teach you how to buy a boat for free. I mean, just like that viral YouTube video. We'll teach you you the difference between advertising versus advocacy. So we're going to go through so many details. We've got so much more to talk about. It's just like a little bridge. I even feel like stopping to listen to a song real quick. I mean, new format. Can we throw in a little song break, dance break, smoke break, drink break? Okay, I think everyone needs a smoke break. All right, so pick a song. I think there's just so much to celebrate. Everyone needs a smoke break. Grab your glass piece. We got a new one this week. New bong. Yeah, hashtag getting us some new bowls too. Yeah. Grab your smokes, grab your drinks, grab your glasses, and we're gonna do a cheers. Do a cheers to love and and passion passion and and making magical happen. Happen! Woo! Arisha. Arisha. Sorry, I had to throw that in that one. A little cheersies. A little cheersies. All right, and we'll throw in a little song by Manic Sound Expulsion. Quick song break. We'll be right back. Popular demand cannabis. First name medical, medical cannabis. With the whole new look, new taste, new reaction, resulting in different satisfaction. Like the older, new, very attractive, cannabidiol, not psychoactive. Meaning no high sensation, which is the key to the legalization. Bring into the light by renowned scientists, the healthy side of cannabis. Terpenes triggering scent, positively changing your mind and body in an instant. Sophisticated chemicals dancing in unison, blended, splendid, perfect, relieving physical and mental pain. Badass cannabis is the name. CBD is known to help major diseases like multiple sclerosis, rheumatoid arthritis, a remedy for epilepsy, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, anxiety, depression, fact not fiction. CBD has also been linked to the treatment of cancer. Now that's big time major, wow. What a medical breakthrough. And the list continues. High blood pressure, diabetes, mental disorder like schizophrenia. It even helps acne. Believe it or not, CBD is the healing that just won't stop. And staying on the front line, badass cannabis one time. Come on. Hands high in the sky. CBD changes lives. It's time to dance now. Two step it down. Drop it real, real low now. How high can you go? We see you in a good mood. You got that natural glow on you. Hands high in the sky. The word cancer is frightening. Then hearing we weren't able to get it all, watching it spread to other organs. You know, all this is just terrifying. The doctors tried everything but failed, then gave up, kind of alone, staring at the end. How would my family grow without me? In that darkness, nature shined its light. The month of hemp, healing, I was cancer free. I blame it all on CBD. In the sky.
Thank you, everybody. That was my band, Manic Sound Expulsion. Woo-hoo! Thank you for listening. Go find them on iTunes and Spotify and all of those places. SoundCloud. Add yeah, it to your everywhere. library. Add it to a playlist. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to it every day. <laughs> yeah. That's my girl. So we had our little dance break, smoke break, and here we are back to you. Back to you, listeners. Back to you. <laughs> so we're going to talk a little bit more about education because we believe we've had it a little bit wrong. It does not start with educating doctors. It starts with educating the masses. But how does that happen? Through mothers and through their children. That's our future. Our, that's our future. And by reevaluating things, we realize a lot of our educational materials for our company we're always catered to the professionals. So if you were a salon owner, you could take our course and now you could talk about CBD more appropriately and you could educate your customers. But the thing was, those medical professionals were taking our course but not educating their clients or educating the masses. So They're keeping the information. Yeah, so it's like we're taking our information back then and we're going to give it to the mothers. We're going to give it to the women who are in charge because you are the yeah. head of your culture. You are the instrument of education. Mm-hmm. And I've got my it. hands on my hips and so does Ari. We're yes. like ha, ha. Word. feeling sassy. Educate mom <laughs> and you educate the country. <laughs> Back in 2014, Sadisha.com was the platinum sponsor for IFA, which is equivalent to Bollywood. We had 800 million eyeballs on our products. We understood there deeply that a woman that rocks the cradle rules the world. I understood and received this message clearly. I was so enthusiastic, so happy. In 2016, I actually wrote an Indian Bollywood song that included a rhyme about that because I understood the messaging in the culture. The women were able to bring home these medicines to the family. Just as in the Latin Caribbean, Latin American culture, you will see the same thing because the guys are so macho, machissimo. They're so strong and powerful and they're taking care of the house. Meanwhile, the women are at home. They're taking care of the house. You have an ailment. You need something. The children, they have these natural medicines, plant herbs, botanicas, things that they were born in their culture. They are very connected to the earth and to the world. So I invite you to go back to episode three. Listen, we were talking about pets with Clemencia Gregory and even her, she referred to my grandmother. My grandmother would have these herbs and these medicines. So we know strongly that a woman can rule the world through education. So let us help teach you so that you can bring peace to your household, to your friends, and to your your pets, your loved ones. And I feel like you really grew up in like that kind of community. I mean, your mom, like I'm sure she was that woman. Yeah, I mean, I learned, I learned and everyone learns. It's like you learn from your mother and then you pass that down. So even us, we are all about cooperation, women working cooperatively together, Arisha. Arisha. And now we have Ash Bash, our producer on the side. 
you know, we believe in women educating each other and working together because together we are stronger. With the whole project that we're working with Suge Knight, what he wants to do is give back to his communities, to the women in the communities. And that's why we're so passionate about it. Like and our products, the products, yeah, the products are so fun because we know exactly where they're going. When we're on the <laughs> beaches in Cali, we hear the music and we're just like, this is such a vibe. It feels so good. What a time to feel alive. Yeah, with every product sell, you're helping an inner city mother. And how cool is that? And we've been feeding children, starving children around the world for years. So it's like now we get to double our charitable mm -hmm. efforts. And mm -hmm. it really is a full circle because everyone's feeling good. You're going to learn about the products. You're going to be able to take the products because you become an advocate for the products. And when you're talking to friends and family, it's not a hard sell. It's just the truth. You know, how does this really affect mm -hmm. you? your body, your mind, your spirit, your family. Exactly. And people are only talking about the textbook watered-down version of cannabis. Balance, homeostasis. Okay, let's teach the children that cannabis is a nutrient. Like vitamin C, except it balances your homeostasis system. It's necessary. If you didn't have vitamin body. C, your body would develop a horrible disease called scurvy and you would die a terrible death in about a month. Just like without cannabinoids, you would die rather faster. And we don't want you to think about anyone dying, so let's just get you healthy, let's get you strong, mm -hmm. and let's get you educated. That way, you're living your best life. Yeah, let's be a real system of education. Like right now, all we're seeing on the news is just school birds fighting about firings and masks and what happened to the education, the teachers? The teachers are bailing supplies. They're not so we have to. We, we have to, to teach families. We have to education. teach moms. I mean, let's be education that's accessible to mothers and in inner cities. Absolutely. Starting with our 848 brand and this podcast, which anyone could really listen to. It's You're so going to learn. Yeah, you'll learn so many things. And this is a culture podcast, so it's going to stay current. It's in the know. We'll talk about things that are happening just like we did earlier in this podcast. Things that are stories. We'll focus on questions that are in the media. And really just dive deep so that we all are on the same page. Yeah, we really know that sometimes socioeconomic and gender barriers are real cannabis totally male dominated i mean really but some women use it some women have started their own cannabis brands but then you get into cryptocurrency yeah and it's totally male, male dominated, dominated. <laughs> except for us we're there <laughs> we're there <laughs> But let's be real, it, it does not have a lot of minorities. It is very, like, boys club. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, like, We even started looking at crypto. figures. Yeah, we started doing some research just to compare, like, women versus men. And you want to start with some of the findings? In, in 2021, around 90, a low 90s percent of males are in crypto and females there's only five to seven percent of females in cryptocurrency right now 
That is the amount of females that are yeah. So even that have and own cryptocurrency. Are you happy we're doing this podcast because we will be able to focus deeper on crypto to teach the women more about crypto because we're in crypto. Exactly. I mean, this is so like gonna another learn and grow with stream us. of income. They're going to make money teach with people us. That. So you know, like it's to help minorities and to help other women this is make for money. everyone out there this <laughs> is for you of income or even sell products or even make cryptocurrency with us it's just another way to elevate yourself and really live your best life buy the things you like go somewhere nice <laughs> i mean i think that's the real change is that we're asking our listeners, our listeners, if you're a woman and you're a mom and you're a minority and you want to learn about these things, we're asking you to learn from us and make money with us because this is what we do. And as women, we should be talking about crypto. We should be talking about making money together. And we should be talking about how we're going to change the world. Let's it's do a it. win, 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 win. <laughs> we're getting all of you in on this. Yeah. Because we're really going to be teaching the masses how to teach your kids cryptocurrency. So we're going to design a curriculum and it'll be very easy and it will revolve around the culture. And that's fun. It's going to revolve around things we're doing. So yeah. it's got to be fun because <laughs> we're interested, right? And it's so cool because like, our executive producer sitting here with us right now. I mean, she's going to be totally involved. She has young kids right now, and we're going to be teaching them in the best possible way. Yes. So we'll be right here learning along with you, teaching with you, and really doing this real-life test sample study. And then the second thing is we're developing a real advocacy network for all of these things among moms. So everyone out there, as you're learning about these products, the crypto and the markets, and you start to talk about it, you actually benefit by talking about it. <laughs> it's like, huh? Because we value you. And that is what's also different. Let's talk about some of these social equity programs for opening up dispensaries in legal states. Yeah, so in Arishaland, let's take a little ride. We're going to hop in state to state and imagine ourselves there opening up as a business. Yeah, we're just going to hop in our car and skirt our way over. <laughs> so let's head on to Illinois. Okay, so where do we land? <laughs> where are we going to go live? First, we have to live in an area disproportionately affected by the war on drugs. Okay, then you must have had a family member with a conviction for cannabis. Or you can have had a conviction for cannabis yourself. Yeah. And you must hire 51% of employees from an area disproportionately affected by the war on drugs. So you need to make sure that at least 51% of your staff comes from, from certain area. areas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of areas that are disproportionately affected. You know, not bad. You know, there's still the lotto licenses, which... Well, that's what they do here. It says applications, <clears throat> they scored perfectly. They're entered into a lotto. 
And then social equity points are awarded on veteran status and employee zip codes. So this just seems like an ill-conceived plan for the state. Yeah, I mean, it just seems like a lot of barriers, you know? Like, that's a lot of requirements, but okay. Okay, I understand how it's trying to get, you know, people who are disproportionately hurt by the war on drugs into better positions and better socioeconomic status. I get it. I get it. It didn't leave them happy because the state of Illinois was sued over the applications point system. So people were just saying, like, this isn't helping us. So if the point is to help people, we have to make sure that the programs are thought out properly. Yeah, yeah. It just has to be better thought out. And, you know, maybe let's take a better second re-examination of this. But maybe let's head down to Arizona. Yeah. All right, hop in the car. Let's go. See what their social equity program looks like. (laughs) Now we're in Arizona. Skating in, passing those Joshua trees. Here we go. Okay. In the desert. Ooh. Driving around. So let's see. What are the requirements here? We must live in an area disproportionately affected by the war on drugs. Okay. Okay. Similar to Illinois, we must have ourselves or have had a family member with a conviction to cannabis. Okay. Similar. Similar. Okay. Must have household income less than 400% over poverty. All right. So that's for like a single person, $51,000 a year. Wow. So less than 51000 a year. Okay, and the application costs a $4,000 non-refundable fee. Yeah, that's That's insane. I mean, that's already saying we're just going to take your money, non-refundable. You apply, you think about applying. I mean, I think these are just too many barriers. Like, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, it's true because 26 licenses out of 169 were actually issued that met the requirements. So in the state of Arizona, it is very, very difficult to get a license there. Yeah. And in fact, people, these cannabis licenses are so lucrative. People are looking to adopt a felon on Craigslist. Which is even crazier. I mean... (laughs) I mean, people... (sighs) I mean, it's just sad to me that these programs are meant to help people, but then you have these big groups of investors, you know, just backed by tons of cash that just want to, you know, find someone from a bad area and have them post as the face of something without really being an equal partner in anything. Like Right, then that creates another whole problem. So this is another plan that was not well thought out. So we're over here on the West Coast, so let's hop in the car again and slide on over to california california where do we go couple spots we can stop at a couple places there's so many places okay well um i guess let's go to mendocino county all right let's see (laughs) mendocino you know I was talking to my grandmother today about Mendocino, and she was like, that's where everything began. Really? (laughs) Okay, tell me. Oh, seems cool. So I'm like, that might be a little cool place to stop at. All right, go check it out. Okay, so let's see what we got to do. Two women, minorities. I'm looking around. Let's apply for this social equity program. 
Okay, so you have to have you have to make less than fifty thousand dollars a year. That's a household limit. Household. So like so us living we together. We can't live together. We cannot make more than fifty thousand dollars. We're gonna split the house, Ari. I mean, that just seems Shaw. insane for California. I, what? <laughs> California <laughs> I mean people make significantly more because they have you know higher um, minimum wage laws and stuff you must have (laughs) lived within five miles of raids conducted by campaign against marijuana planting that's crazy yeah so you so you would have had to experience that did you know in Nevada you can't grow cannabis within 10 miles of a dispensary? You had to live within five miles of a wow. raid to, to qualify. That's so wild. Okay, so we Must don't have qualify. had a parent, sibling. Oh, you must have or had a parent, a sibling, or a child arrested for cannabis. That's even stricter than just a family yeah. member convicted for cannabis like in other states. Right? Yeah, that's way harsher. Way harsher. Applicant must have been arrested on non-violent cannabis offense. So you yourself have to have been arrested for cannabis. Of course it would be non-violent because cannabis is more like keep you high. Yeah, (laughs) you think, right? Like I'm so chill. Yeah, but... Not only have you must have been arrested, but your parent, sibling, or child must have also been arrested. So, the mean, someone in your whole family could screw you up. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, and has you been must... homeless due to cannabis enforcement. What you, does that mean? That means you have to have <laughs> prove you have to prove that you were homeless or say that you're homeless because of cannabis enforcement. You have to have been removed to your home because of cannabis enforcement, and then you have to have also experienced this is just insane. sexual assault in the cannabis industry. Oh man! Oh my God! Like who can meet all of these qualifications? This just seems like it's just so hard. I mean. Can they even approve anybody? <laughs> the truth is, and <laughs> no. here's some facts, they have not approved no. anyone. And that is why. Yeah, it's like, what the heck? The reason why most of these people don't even qualify for the cannabis dispensary license is because they fall above the $50,000 household limit. Yeah. And therefore, they can't get the cannabis license. license even if you've gone through all of those terrible things you still can't get the license because you've bettered your life and you're making over fifty thousand dollars a year i'm wow. sorry that is just terrible <sighs> so crazy all right i don't even want to see any more california let's just pop on over to new york <laughs> i'm like don't even get this is going to the east coast long beach not even able to issue <laughs> equity license because they already missed they already fulfilled a number of limited dispensaries. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, and oh. Sacramento, too. What, did they grandfather some people in or something? They just let everyone free for all, and then they created the equity program way too late. Oh. Oh, well, that was silly. And then they put a limit on a number of dispensaries. So even though they have equity programs, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Unless they add another dispensary. Yeah, just another ill-conceived plan. 
Why not just add another dispensary? All right, come with me to New York. Okay. Let's go. I'm Let's sorry. go. We're going to get on a flight this time. We're going to fly. All right, we're going to fly across. I'm going to bring you to New York. Like, Let's California's go. California's supposed to be so good and happy and green, and they just suck. Okay. Ah. Let's fly to New York. Let's go. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's New see York. if it's any better there. Oh, let's let our listeners know the scoop. New York. Arisha, New York style. New York vibes. Here we are. My New York girl. all the way. Yes, I am. So I'm from New York. Let's go. I love New York. New York. I love New York. All right. So New York's got some goals. Yeah, they do. New York has a goal of 50% of the licenses to go to minorities, women, and veterans. Oh, man. I think we can get licensed here. And let's be clear, Hmm. guys. They're only medical right now. They haven't opened up recreationally yet. But you know what? So so far, it sounds really good. Yeah, I think we can get licensed I like it. Here. You know, I have hope for the future. I don't think this is all bad. I don't think all these equity programs are bad. I want something good. Let's Come see. Come on, something that can actually help people. Women, minorities, veterans, I'm all about it. Let's go. Let's help the people. A provision to curtail multi-state operators. So this helps prevent large medical operators who are already in multiple states such as like Cura Leaf and big brands like that who are in Arizona and California and Nevada and you know Connecticut it prevents them from going into the recreational market mm. by imposing a fine so it costs them more to become a recreational dispensary than it would the average Hmm. So that's pretty good. It actually is preventing these big brands that from are already over. going from state to state from taking over. And, and it's letting other people get awesome. on, get yeah. their foot in the door. This really Perfect. allows like grassroots brands yeah. to grow. So 50% of women and minorities and veterans in New York can have a license. And that in, sounds lovely. And in fact, each of these fees that these medical operators are going to pay, because we know eventually they're going to pay the high fee, you know, we know they will. Money is nothing to them sometimes. My absolute favorite but, on there is to expunge all cannabis convictions. Yeah. That's what they're, that's what's up. That's what's <laughs> up. And all that money is going towards low interest loans for the equity applicants. So when, you are applying in New York for your cannabis recreational dispensary. You are going to have a low interest loan. That means it's not going to cost you a lot of money to borrow money to get your business started so you can start thriving. Yeah, because everyone knows it takes money to make money. So with that low rate, you can grow faster and pay and it off. And that money is coming from big multi-state operators it's so awesome (laughs) things are changing and it's just like such a wonderful time to learn about the cannabis industry and to actually be part of it yeah i'm so excited because i feel like there still is hope for the future you know new york isn't laying out the same kind of crazy guidelines that all these other states have had so far but you never know and but I just have immense hope for the future, and I hope they do things right because cannabis isn't recreationally, isn't legal recreation. Uh, cannabis is not federally legal yet. Right. Marijuana is not federally legal yet. 
but we just want this country to do it the right way. We hope everyone does it the right way so people aren't limited and that people who have been disadvantaged due to the war on drugs really do have opportunities and aren't just the face poster child. We want them to have real opportunities to make real amounts of buku bucks yeah know? like make and that's the thing. money you know like make bajillions and we <laughs> want to teach you what the difference of advertising versus advocacy is because advertising that's where you would see people just paid to be the face of a company advertising is an important part of any successful media campaign and today peer-to-peer advocacy is more important Let's What's the difference? It. It's really sharing real information with your friends and with your family. Yeah, the people who are really network. around you. Those are the people that you want to talk to. You want to, when you're on a family dinner, on a family outing, just having fun, doing nothing together in your other world on social media, sharing links and, you know, thinking about each other. When you're an advocate, that closes a sale automatically because it's real, it's natural, and it's discussing products and life in real time. Yeah, it's giving your community information that's going to help them feel good, it's going to help them improve their health, it's going to give them education, it's going to help mothers teach their kids. It's just a full circle of life. I mean, that's the real way to make money it's not on trying to grab a quick buck or cash grab or anything like that it's about it's on hard work consistency and and truth truth yeah support education and tons of love tons of love we love you guys i mean really treat treat them like your family it's your community your family is what matters and our cannabis community includes you in your family and our outreach is to you exactly so please continue to listen follow the links that are posted on our podcast that lead you to our store arisha.life we care so much about you all orders are free shipping over 75 dollars and arisha cbd is always buy one get one Sister, you have one to share with your friends or your family or, hey, share it with a stranger. Say hello to someone. (laughs) That's why we do that a little extra, that you continue to pay it forward. Thanks for being part of Arisha Land. Thank you. Find the love, turn me loose